Hey, Light Nighters. Thank you for joining me. Um, today is July 8th, so we're coming after the holidays. I took a little break for self-care and just doing nothing. We underestimate the importance of doing nothing, simply existing, you know, taking care of our bodily needs, but not being compelled to do something. So what's on my mind tonight, and I actually wrote this down because I wanted to be intentional about it and to have really thought about it. But what's on my mind tonight is things that I don't want to change once we get back to whatever the new normal is going to be. You know, um, for a while there, we could not wear a mask if you were fully vaccinated. And then with the variants out there and... Um, <clears throat> People being people, um, it's advisable now, I think the last I heard, to, you know, continue to wear your mask um, for your continued safety. And you just don't want to get sick. Even if your vaccination helps you get over it, who wants to take the time off work, life, um, because you got sick? So continue to wear the mask. So we don't know what the normal, quote unquote, I'm using air quotes, is going to be. But I was thinking, and I was talking to a friend about this I don't want to go back to the way it was not completely right not completely um so these are my five top things I don't want to change when we get to whatever normal is going to be number one was um I don't want to go back to devaluing jobs and the people that perform them in this country the worker has had a long haul if you were around and working in 2008 with a whole like bucket just spilled over, um, it was a terrible time to be an American worker. I remember at my job, um, every Thursday was layoff day. And every Thursday after the layoffs, after we said goodbye to friends, after we watched them pack, um, and I guess be shuttled off um, to their cars to think about their futures, uh, the boss will come out and say, okay, that's the last restructure. And the blatant, arrogant lie of it was such a slap in the face. The first time, of course, the first Thursday, they got away with that. The second, third, fourth, fifth Thursday, it became, you know, we're we're side-eyeing each other, um, and I know a lot of people, myself included, hope that we get the tap, right? Because who, you, you have survivor's guilt, you, you're sick and tired of the job, they're asking you to do more, saying pay or less pay, reduce benefits um, to keep your job, and kind of acting like uh, you're lucky. And so a lot of us felt that, you know, man, if I get the tap, I'm good. I'm good. So uh, now the American worker has seen their value go up. I don't know if you guys are going to restaurants and places. They may have a sign on the door. At least I've seen them saying, hey, we're short staffed. Please be patient with us. We don't have the people to um, provide you quick and efficient service. When I go to my local Starbucks, it's one barista. And she's doing the best she can. And I'm patiently waiting. Um, gas stations, I, I don't know, any fast food joint, 
you're waiting. Um, there are a few who really got it unlocked. You go to um, certain places and they mastered customer service in the time of COVID, getting you in and out diligently as quickly as possible. But there are some who are just like, eh, wait for us, be patient. And I kind of feel like, okay, I get it, you're understaffed, but consider bringing more staff at better pay. It's not um, a people's problem, it's a, it's a mind problem. They can't think themselves out of a box of how to deliver good customer service while taking care of the people. And that, to me, proves that we kind of had it ass backwards, where workers were being tasked with a lot and their well-being wasn't really considered. So I, I want everyone who works to be valued. I don't care if you're picking up, you know, trash, if you're um, hauling our trash, if you're babysitting or working at a daycare center, a job I've done that is tough, whew, for $7 an hour. Whew, it's one of my toughest jobs. Um, doctor, lawyer, you know, baker, whatever you're doing, you should have value in that job. You should be appreciated. They're not doing you a favor. You're giving them your skills, your time. Um, you're an asset. And so I don't want to go back to just um, demeaning and devaluing people based on the job they perform. If you're working, I don't care in what capacity, you deserve respect. And here's my lip tartness, fair pay. Adequate pay. You're working 40 hours, your rent should be paid, you should have lights, internet, um, and a vacation. (laughs) So yay to the American worker. Maybe things will change, but I don't want to go back to the way it was. Number two is, uh, just like I was saying, you know, um, respect for people. Hopefully we didn't lose a lot of people that we love, um, but that now we have a higher love. We, we know that we're not guaranteed, um, to have people in our lives. It's the luck of the draw, right? It's the luck of the draw, um, and we're holding on to people. We're being intentional about calling and reaching out and checking on people and being more loving and more kind. I don't want to go back to the indifferent work, 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 slave, 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 slave. I don't have time to check on anybody. I'm too busy. Hopefully we are now, especially for those that we love, our loved ones, we're making time and we're being... Um, purposeful about the kind of time we're making for people and sacrificial because time is valuable and so if you're giving it to someone um you know going to see about friends supporting somebody in their concert uh giving me the time of listening to this podcast it can often be sacrificial I get that I really do that um you may have to put the kids to bed you may have to finish one last dish and um, give me a moment of your time. So, um, and hopefully if, if you're doing that, you're being appreciated. You know, someone is saying, thank you. I love you. Um, and not just glibly thinking that that's what you're owed. That's what you, you owe them that. No, you don't. Three. Um, and this, you see a theme here. They're all kind of like working in my mind together. But three is that, you know, people first, Let's think about ways to provide health care 
childcare, um, community services, a sense of community to people. People first. I think what COVID revealed was there's a breakdown. Uh, we're so individualized that we either didn't know how to ask for help, we didn't know how to give help. It was this, I'm okay, so, you know, if you're not tough, and then hopefully we saw some of that dissolve, and we began to say, wait, 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 I I don't want to be in a community where old people are dying in their homes because they're, they're hot, or of loneliness, you know, they haven't been checked on, their kids are working, um, you know, the son can't come by, next thing you know, mom has fallen, broken her hip, she laid there too long, she's gone. These are real-life tragedies that if we put people first really earnestly, we should be able to gap-stop, right? We should be able to fill the gaps um, when we do that. And I really feel for women who want to go back to work. Women were severely impacted by COVID, but they can't because they have you know, inefficient childcare or it's so expensive, it's going to eat their little checks. Um, it's a dilemma it's like I want to work um but I'm making eight bucks an hour that's what 240 or so a week Childcare on average is about a hundred a week until your kid gets to school level where you're paying an after or before care fee which is generally about half of that so um I know people say well if you can't afford them don't have them and I just bristle I bristle at that. Um, The demonizing of women um, with kids who get shouldered with the burden of kids and do magnificent work, ladies. And for people to say that you don't deserve a fair wage, you don't deserve, you know, subsidies and childcare that will help you go out there and complete a college degree or get a better job. It's just absurd. Like, where are you... You know, how, who's going to take care of those kids? Just, I don't even want to go there. <laughs> I don't want to go there, but people first. And then I like the idea, number four, of flexibility. It was nice to be able to work from home for large swaths of my employment last year and also go in to have that kind of um, duality. And I know it's not the best case scenario for all, but, um, you know, I may have been in the building or a coworker at home because maybe their kid had been exposed to COVID, you know, not best case scenarios, but you know, she was allowed to work from home those days and it worked. I mean, it wasn't, no one's tripping over it. And I think we need to think about keeping flexibility, keeping a growth mindset to how can we let people have a good work and life and reality balance where we're not demanding of moms to work nine to five all the time. You know, um, some schools offered evening classes so that moms could go to work, come home, and do class with their kid. Yeah, it's a hell of a schedule, but meeting meeting levels of flexibility. I, I like that. I like when people can think outside the box and um, not be fixed to this idea of nine to five, eight to four, seven to three. But how can we get it done in the most flexible way because not all people work well at eight o'clock in the morning 
I'm not my like I'm up late you know so my mind works better starts churning starts analyzing starts you know flowing later in the evening so uh, just thinking about how can we keep the flexibilities at work right without driving resentment um, employee on employee bashing you know things like that and then um, my final thought is and I've always believed this and I was taught a really strong work ethic as a kid I started working young you know earning money you know paying my own way things like that but now that I'm older work isn't everything take a vacation people take time off like you get so many sick days and you're healthy you know you're Roll, you can roll some of those over, granted, but take a day for yourself. Americans work, work, work. We are the hardest working people in, you know, in industrialized society. And we're so stressed as we see by the uptick in violence and stress and negativity and the way we treat each other. Go on a vacation. Go on a location. Hang around your house. But lose the idea that work is everything. It's not. And guys, we joke about this. You see the memes on Facebook, Twitter, all of your social media about, you know, you're dead at your desk and your coworkers are going on with life. And then, you know, a week later, someone's like, uh, Joey hasn't moved. And, you know, yeah, you've been dead. You're, you're replaceable. I know we don't like to hear that. You are replaceable as far as the job is concerned. You're not replaceable to the people who love you, who count on you. So put yourself first. Job's gonna, job has HR to recruit and to hire. You don't. Who are you going to recruit to be your kid's mom? Who are you going to recruit to, you know, wipe tears and to help your elderly parents or to help your siblings with their business? Who, who are you going to recruit for that? You don't have anybody else. So that means you have to really know your value and your worth. And what you're worth to yourself and to your life and to those who love you. And sometimes that means taking a day, taking a week. I've had quite a bit of time this summer, so I can't complain. But still, when I get stressed, I and it's been hard earned. I don't want to be glib about it. It's been hard earned to say, stop. Stop. You don't have to go in today. Everything's going to be just fine without you. Life is going to be just fine. You're not so important that you can afford to wear yourself out and possibly, you know, cause yourself even more harm. Take a day. Take a week. Take a vacation. You know how many hours of vacation Americans give up each year? So the company that's offering you that two-week vacation... Believe me, someone's done the math that, yeah, we could offer two to three weeks, but they're only going to take four days. It's a win-win for us. They're scared to take vacation. We're offered them, you know, heaps of it. And, and you know, if they get fired before they use it all, we, we get it all back. Let's start taking our vacations, people, and putting ourselves first. 
realizing that work is a means to an end. It's not everything. Don't define yourself by what you do. I don't care if you have the best job on the planet. Still take time off from it. Multitask in your own life. Don't suck up all that overtime. Let it go. Spend time just walking around your house in your t-shirt and undies or you know whatever gets you over the hump reading books doing your hair um, filing things you haven't filed you taking care being a worker in your own life for yourself so those are some of the things I was thinking about um, tonight as hopefully a new normal is coming post-covid if we can get more people vaccinated and um, be wary of this new strains and you know new variants that will pop up from time to time but have a new normal that is not just going back to the old way the only benefited you know I can't really state explicitly who it benefited I really can't I can't think of one person who was riding so high on that post-covid train that um, they need to go right back to the way they were I think if we look at the changes, be more flexible, value people, put people first, um, and, you know, just love on each other, I think we're doing pretty good. And that's a pretty good new normal. Thank you guys for hanging out with me. I really appreciate you. Um... In the liner notes, you will see my email, which is latenightwithwhite at gmail.com. You will also see a link for you to reply and respond to the podcast. Um, and I really have loved your feedback and your questions. Keep those coming. And maybe every three episodes, I would do a Q&A at the end um, to address your concerns and questions, which have been really good. And you can listen to the previous podcast to kind of get an idea of where that would go. My um, next podcast, I'm going to have an interview with a wonderful person. So please subscribe, like, that way you'll get updates when a new episode is ready. And you won't have to worry about, did you miss anything? And guys, I know you're busy. I am certainly very thankful, very thankful for your time. Late Night with White. Thank you.